0: my buddies, and welcome. This is semi Magic Inc., probably the only uh, Dresden Files-flavored Fate-accelerated tabletop RPG set in a mostly fictional, mostly Portland that you've listened to this week. And if you found another one of those out there, they are biting our intellectual property, so please let us know. <laughs> um, I am joined here by a bunch of goons. Sound off, goons. Hi. Sound... And Fury. There we go. There we and go. we're going to jump right into it. Uh, last week, uh, we set some Scarecrows on fire. <laughs> yep. And, yep, yeah, we set off to a quarry to um, possibly harass a private individual and respected member of the community. I mean, harass is, I, I, would, I would say oh, harangue. Yes. Harangue, alright, I'll take harangue. If only because lemon harangue pie is what my daddy always had at Thanksgiving oh, time. Oh. I love lemon um, meringue pies. Delicious. We got there, and Joel Heck was very confused. And y'all called the name of a certain mother harvest three times, which, uh, apparently forced his secretary to undergo a radical physical transformation that I don't think is going to be covered by the health insurance he's able to offer through the quarry. And, uh, quarry then, health
1: insurance is just a rock to the skull, so.
0: Exa- it's real bad. It's real bad. It's an art, not a science. Um. <laughs> And we started uh probably our biggest, dumbest fight yet. Yep. Uh there was a tree that started punching people, and Solomon made a neon rainbow rave cloud uh drop a whole bunch of rainbow rain, and that made a field pop up, uh which was concealing Mother Harvest. And punchy mchugh McEw- a Cyclone of Bees. You did. You
1: made a cyclone of bees which then caught fire at some point. So well done there. Well the the bees had caught fire And then the cyclone started, and the cyclone of fire bees set the other bees on fire, and it was just a fire bee ball.
0: There it is. Yeah. And uh, Punchy McHugh is uh, engaging in fisticuffs with a tree. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I was real happy with it. Um, So, something I've been reading about is there's this thing in Fate called the Bronze Rule. And the Bronze Rule (laughs) basically states that you can treat literally anything as a character that can have aspects so now like when that swarm of bees happened there was a new thing called swarm of bees and now that thing called swarm of bees has aspects that say on fire and in a cyclone
1: (laughs) is on fire it's major trouble i it's uh, yeah it's up there it's got several
0: troubles Oh, you know what? I was, we were looking over our notes earlier before we started recording, and I was talking to Dylan, and I'm like, what could this B possibly stand for in my list of It's the bees. Sad. Okay, um, okay, so, what's up?
2: Also, Rowan ran <laughs> after... Mother Harvest.
0: (laughs) Yes. Captured by the ground. Got captured by something hiding in the tall grass. And uh... (laughs) we'll probably
1: find out what that is.
0: We're idiots. We'll probably find out what that is directly. Okay. So we are going to jump right in. I don't remember where we left off. So um, why don't we start with uh, the first person to bleat like a sheep when I finish speaking?
1: Bleat? There it is.
0: Alright, Rowan. Okay, so, um, last we left you, you had jumped into this tall, uh, field of grass after Mother Harvest because, and I can't remember which one it was. It's either the grass grew up in this beautiful, delicious Lisa Frank rainbow and Mother Harvest took off, uh, somewhere into it and where she went, there it turned like just the color of normal grass so you could follow her progress, or the opposite.
1: It it was that it was what you said, but it was because of a thing that happened. My, um,
2: the reason I followed after her was because I had my one with nature up, so I could actually track where she was going. Right through
0: just my awareness. Right, and there was also a visual effect as well, something to do with the colors. Yeah, yeah. Um probably should have listened to it before we started recording again. What you gonna do? Anyway, okay, and then you darted into the tall grass, um, like so many children of the corn, and you were apprehended by something you couldn't see. So I failed my role. You failed your role, buddy, and it's okay. So right now you are being hoisted and uh carried bodily through this tall, tall grass, and you can't see a whole lot, but when you, when you struggle, and, like, if you pull your arm really hard, you can see that the arm holding you is, in fact, uh, encased in burlap. Or or a rough kind of cloth.
1: Right. And
0: if you do this a number of times, it's it's not unreasonable for you to uh, use this data and piece together that you've probably been stolen by scarecrows. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hey, scarecrows.
0: Yeah, so they're carrying you off, and... I'm going to need you to make me a, we'll say careful check, because I know that's one of your better ones, to see if you can remember the layout of the quarry um well enough to try and suss out where they might be trying to take you. Uh, uh, you know, well, clever, I suppose. Do, do that a clever. That's also pretty, pretty good on your sheet, isn't it? Clever. Give me a second. Sure. You're a good uh, dog. Four. A four? Yeah. Okay, they are absolutely carrying you toward the mine entrance. They're going to pitch you down a mine. They might pitch you down a mine. Yeah. Can I move? Can I do anything? Uh, you can you can try propose a thing, my dude. Uh, I don't know. How far away are the flaming bees? The flaming bees are outside the uh encompass of the grass where they might be now, you couldn't say because you can't see them because you're in the grass. <sighs> Although you know what no I'll say this I'll say this I'll say this you have your uh, you have your one with nature up so you can sense a cluster of small life forms uh, in a great deal of pain we'll say uh, fifty yards behind you
2: uh, does my one with nature like like give me any dominion over nature at all no,
0: no okay. it's, it's it's strictly observatory
2: um, I'm going to try to gnaw one of the arms off.
0: It's yeah, burlap, it.
2: so it shouldn't be that. <laughs> By all means,
0: do it. Okay. Uh, I'd say that's, what, forceful? Um, I'll give you forceful or clever, whichever one you want. Clever. It's do higher. It. Negative one! Aw oh, buddy. Um, so, no. Um, well, okay, doesn't you know, it I'll have roll. to roll? It, it does, it does. Yeah, well played, Dylan. That's all awesome. good. Yay! Yeah. Okay. You don't know, it could get a negative six... It could, but it didn't. Damn. Um, yeah, it got a zero, which is not great, but also not a negative one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you you fail to to gnaw through the uh, the arm of the scarecrowman. Um, but you know what? He does he does see that you're doing this, and with an expression that you would not have imagined a face made of burlap could pull off, uh, he does kind of yoink his arm back just a little bit to kind of straighten out his sleeve. And, uh, and in that moment, one of your limbs is free, and I will let you try to do something if you want.
2: Okay. Um, which, which limb is free? I'll let you choose. Okay, so how am I being, is it like each limb? Am I like wrapped up? Like, is it like, Uh, is it like four scarecrows or two scarecrows, two holding my legs?
0: It is at least, it is at least five scarecrows.
2: Okay, at least, so at least
0: I've... Ten, ten. At least ten limbs on you. Wait, wait what? Each so... scarecrow has two arms. There are at least five scarecrows. Uh huh. So there are at least ten limbs apprehending you.
2: Okay, so but like, is it so? Is it like two limbs per arm, two limbs per leg?
0: Yes, two scarecrow hands per major limb, which comes to eight, and then another one is probably holding your tummy real still. Okay. Uh... Um. Is that the sound of extremely anxious guinea pigs in the background?
2: Yes, it is. Okay. Um crap. Which okay, so I'm gonna say that uh, it's my left arm. Sure. Wait, so 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 there's five. One, two okay, so he let go of both of them, so I have one arm free. Correct. So I'm gonna go and try to rip off the other arms that are yeah i'm going to just yank the arms off the scarecrow
0: <laughs> all right
2: of the one uh, that just yeah let go the up. other like i have my left hand right uh, i'm reaching over grabbing the arms for the other hand and just pulling with all just my you
0: ain't gonna okay that's straight forceful dog go ahead
2: yep Oh, fuck this is not
0: going to be good yeah you're all good hey no one okay oh a one yeah yeah that's, that's not, not nothing enough. It's not nothing. All right, there's a lack of energy in the room, guys. Come on, we gotta get it together. Action, connection, emotion. Let's go.
1: <laughs> I, I you, you say as you tray. jungle dice.
0: Wherever you are. No, that was me. Uh, legit rolling. Okay, so that was a one and. Bum, lucky for you, scarecrows are not super duper strong, which is yeah. why they needed so many of them to apprehend you. So, yeah, that works. You uh, tear your other arm free and proceed to fall in a dangling fashion because they're still holding to your legs. So And tummy. And tummy. So he's he's just kind of, like, with his arms <laughs> dangling towards the ground. But but here's, here's
2: uh, if you would let me do something else, I don't know.
1: What's my up?
2: plan is, now that my, both my arms are free and I've kind of flung over, I want to grab the legs... Of the, the scarecrow hoarding my torso, and pull them up.
0: Okay, just give it kind of the oopsie-daisy?
2: Yeah, so, like, because, like, I figured, you know, behind me, in front of me, the two behind me are done. Right. And I've kind of... I'm still being held, so I kind of, like, fall over, like... I wish you guys could see me, but, like... Like That's a wheelbarrow. Yeah, like a wheelbarrow. like Yeah, like a wheelbarrow race. <laughs> sure. So, so my my... the upper half of my body is dangling towards the ground, and... Right. I assume that my body isn't, a like, my torso isn't longer than my arms, so I should be within reaching distance of grabbing the legs of the guy holding my torso. Okay. So I grab the legs, and then I kind of try to pull him up to knock him out to kind of make everything tumble forward.
0: Okay, I'll let you do this for a fake point. Okay. Deal. Do it. What are you down to? Are you keeping track? No. Uh, I've done... I think I was at 1 maybe.
1: Okay, so you're I, you're you're spent, buddy. I believe you were at 1 and now you are at 0.
0: Yeah, that's what that's okay. what I'm I had 1. Don't worry, don't worry. I've I've learned how to in, invoke aspects against you guys that'll fill up real quick, so don't worry. Uh, okay, so cool. I'm, so I'm so I'm you do three.
2: that and do I have to roll for this, right?
0: Um yeah, give me I'm going to say a quick on it because you're trying to pull like an acrobatic sort of thing. Quick is dexterity, I see. Yeah. Uh, one. One okay and a jungle. <laughs> All right, and that is yep again. No, they were they were trying to hold on with their forceful, and that was not doing it. So you managed to do that thing you described to me that I completely understood. And uh, <laughs> so what? So what position do you find yourself in now, having accomplished this? Uh, on the ground
2: in a pile of, of scarecrows. Okay, fantastic. disoriented scarecrows.
0: Fantastic. So you're lying there, a tiny, a tiny surge of triumph coursing through you. And you notice that the scarecrows aren't moving. And it's not like they're just lying there exhausted. You notice that the grass around you isn't moving anymore either. And if you try to move, you can move freely, but anything you touch is completely, solidly, frozen in place, like, as if it were made of stone, like, completely frozen.
3: Okay. Sounds great.
0: Yeah, and if if you look around, you'll notice there's a little, not, not like, a clearing, because this grass is thick, but there's, like, a little sheaf of grass just yonder, like, a little copse, and from, like, here's the thing, this grass is thick, but you would also kind of see something moving through it, because it's grass, obviously, but from behind this grass with no movement at all to indicate that anything was there you see a long arachnine set of legs of begin to slowly step out and uh, the nice spider lady with whom you had strong words earlier ah, I say, <laughs> if I yell
2: at her you owe me money, bitch <laughs> What is this bitch doing here?
0: That's a fair <laughs> question. Damn it! That's a fair question. She I
3: feel she... like they like just brought her here to <laughs> fuck with <laughs> Rowan.
0: That's a you know, it's fair to feel that way. Um <laughs> and I'm not gonna confirm or deny, but I, uh we'll we'll see. So anyway, she creeps around and now she has got, cause you blew off, god, several of her eyes, both of her main human eyes, if I recall, and at least one of her human arms. Uh-huh. So now she's got these horrible, like, biopunk replacements, like, like machines made of meat. And the the replacement eyes are just these solid red glowing orbs with no iris or pupil that you can discern. And she just she just kinda creeps around the corner as if it were just a solid wall and not just some grass.
1: As says, K Helanya would say. Gross.
0: Exactly. Grass, grass, bad. Um She just creeps around and she says, Well hello, Rowan. <laughs> Fancy meeting you here. Where's my money? Oh, your money's right where it belongs, in the till. But don't you worry, I've come to give you a little consolation prize. You see, last time we parted before I could give you what you rightfully deserve. And she, uh, she, <laughs> she, uh, scuttles up to you, um, and she's moving in a different fashion. Uh, kinda, kinda like a drunk spider. Um, She scuttles up to you and reaches out with her her biopunk arm, which the fingers don't have nails. They're just kind of these long, thin, spindly protrusions. Uh Um, Sausage fingers. Exactly. Except they taper in a really upsetting way. Oh, yeah, exactly. And she reaches forward and a blue light just ignites on the tip of one. And she reaches forward while you're under this pile of scarecrows from which you cannot extricate yourself. And she makes a movement across your forehead. And you can feel that she... It feels like she's drawing a symbol or making a mark of some kind. But obviously you can't see what it is because it's your own forehead. Uh, She says, So you just hold on to that, Rowan. And I reckon that'll make things a little more interesting down the lane. Now, if you should ever like to see about having that removed, we'll be more than happy to speak to you. And here you can have my card. And she, she takes a little card... Out from her waistcoat and puts it in Rowan's inside uh, jacket pocket, and she says, "You just hold on to that, and I'm sit, and we'll meet again." And she uh, she scuttles off back whence she came, and uh, time kind of unfreezes, and you're under a uh, pile of writhing scarecrows again, which sounds like uh, like an event you'd see at not scary farm. Yep. All right.
2: Not, not necessarily scary, but. Something.
0: Exactly. Okay, so that was Rowan, and whoever wants to go next can express so by going next.
1: What's the tree doing?
0: The tree, God, I'm trying so hard to remember. Uh, the tree, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Max... It locked let me pine
1: cones you. at us.
0: It did, which were full of bees. Yep. <laughs> Max, let me thank you in advance for pointing out all the canon errors I'm about to make. Um, so having having lobbed all its pinecone bee grenades, the uh the tree, I believe, was having a pitched duel with Punchy McHuge, right. who was pretty pissed about having to leave
1: the bowling alley to come here and do this. I remember oh. McHuge threw my sword at me and two. missed. Two. Uh, two. I can't remember if I picked it up or not. Okay, yeah, you can you can have picked it up. You're good. Okay. Uh, I wanna fight the tree. Cool. Alright, the tree is not
0: in super great shape. It's been punched a whole lot. And, Good. Um, Good job, Punchy. Yeah, I'm gonna do what I can. And I think some other stuff has been done to it as well. But the the tree senses your intention toward it, and it turns to you. And it's like in an old uh, like in an old samurai movie, like <laughs> the screen goes up, and just your eyes are highlighted in the shadow. And the tree doesn't have eyes, but it you know where you'd imagine the tree's eyes would
1: be. Uh, it's it's got knot holes. Exactly,
0: uh, exactly. And its branches, its limbs come down, and it just does a little come get some
1: motion. And then there's a very bright flash of light, and then I appear behind the tree, and then like slump over like I'm gonna die, but then the tree is cut in half.
0: Exactly, classic,
1: classic. Yeah. yeah. No, though. What are you doing? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I would like to make fire at the tree. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna so... just just straight fireballing, just okay, so straight now, balling.
0: If, if I if I recall.
1: Uh huh.
0: If I recall, your fire magic
1: is rooted in the Arab tongue. Uh, uh no. Uh, yes, yep, it sure is. Yeah, you I can't read my own you can, notes.
0: You got any Arabic you can spin off for me to activate uh, this? I don't.
1: Um, uh, I said I was okay. gonna do that and then never did that. <laughs> Guy, I'm all right. Real good at preparing for things that I love. That's fair. What's that, Jackie? Get
3: the Arab word for fire, quick. Real-
0: Well, I mean that doesn't help Solomon a whole lot now, does it? All right, buddy. Um, I'll let you. I'll let you conjure up a little something for a fate point. What?
1: Because I, the player, don't speak Arabic. Well, because I mean this was a
0: this was a mechanic that you set up. Well, sure, but it's it's a flavor thing more than it is anything else. Okay, I'm sorry. I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't understand. Okay, cool. No, we're cool. By all means, yeah. Um, so you with the. with the words of the desert whipping about you like a breeze from the dunes the footsteps of Muad'Dib pounding in your head as Shai Hulud rumbles below because as we all know the uh the novel dune and actual arabic culture are 100% the same thing yep um yep you uh conjure a fireball and go ahead man what i got a plus doing? 1
1: forceful nice okay just 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 throwing it at him yeah absolutely cool. just wanging this fucking tree right
0: <laughs> He is um this tree ain't got a real good quick, as you might imagine
1: good <laughs> so so he's actually gonna try to forceful block that you might say he's rooted in place
0: the the only the only thing Dylan is that I wish I was there to hug strangle you <laughs> <laughs> hug hug hugstable, okay, um that was a plus one forceful, yep, okay, the tree got. Better than that. So what he is going to do is bring his limbs down and block, just like in an anime. And you Mm -hmm. thought it would work in real life, and it didn't, and you hurt your wrists real bad when somebody tried to punch you. Um, And the fireball is going to break over him. fire is just going to wash over the top and over his his limbs and remaining foliage. And the tree is very definitely uh, on fire now. Good. So... Yeah, he's not Take real that, happy. Take that, stupid. Yeah, he's not real happy about that. Um so he's going to flail around a little bit and we'll see what he does with that. Uh, Punchy McHugh is going to unless there was
1: something else you wanted to do. Uh just check up on what Mother Harvest is up to.
0: Oh, okay. Uh yeah, she's still scarpered off into the into the uh, the grasslands somewhere and I'm certain we'll hear from her in a minute. Great. Yep. Punchy McHuge sees that his nemesis is on fire and uh, is going to take some advantage of this. He he shoots his cuffs and his collar once again, and he looks at the tree. He says, do you realize that I left a league game for this? The title was on the line, and I came here to be punched at by trees and sassed by ersatz secretaries, and you know what? I'm just done with it. I could uh,
1: swear he was drinking and bowling alone, but okay.
0: No, it's okay. Look, no. Wake (laughs) Wagner has a reserved lane at Lane Portlandia Bowling Hole and Nacho Laboratory. He goes Uh there every... Wednesday night is league night, okay? Okay. Anyway, so he's gonna, he's gonna, um, clang Moses Maimonides and Gary, the dust-up cousins, together again. And because they were on fire previously, but now the tree's already on fire, so that's not gonna come in super handy. Um, he's gonna try to add a new element to it to see if that'll help. And the element is termites. So he <laughs> runs forward... What? He runs forward... And his, his fists and knuckle dusters are just covered in tiny biting, hungry wood oh, insects.
3: Casey, it's why? T-
0: worse, so he just runs up and he takes a swing. And they're so hungry, Jackie. These poor termites are so starving that where he punches, it just it just like scoops a clean like semicircular, oh. like with an ice cream scoop, right out of the tree. It's terrible, and no, he's gonna do that. He's going to do that a few times, and it's going to weaken the structure of the wood until eventually, with no trunk left to support it, the poor tree just falls in a smoldering, termite-eaten pile at his feet.
1: You have a lumber... wait, Punchy, you have a lumberjack attachment for those stupid things, and you didn't lead with that against a tree?
0: (laughs) Okay, here's the thing. Uh Now that these guys are are fed, they're going to want to breed And I do not have room in my apartment for another termite enclosure. Okay, so yeah, I was hoping not to lead with this if at all possible. Well, yeah, I can't just let them out into the wild. They're domestic termites, Fiona.
1: (laughs) Alright, I guess.
0: (laughs) I think that's gonna lead into Fiona's turn. What are you doing, girl?
3: (laughs) Standing there absolutely baffled over the idea of domesticated termites.
1: Yeah. well. Sometimes you gotta
0: dispose of some wood. I was gonna say, what do you do when you need to get rid of scrap wood, Jackie? Burn it.
2: Yeah. No, no, she turns it into furniture. Yeah,
0: and right. They of turn course, it into lunch. So, all right. So, what are you up to?
3: Um. Well, the tree is. I can assume done with.
0: Yeah, it's a dead smoldering mess.
3: Um, I'm gonna jump up and down on it a few times, and then try to turn my attention to finding, um, the stupid lady.
0: Just for good measure, you're gonna stomp on the old tree, sure. Okay, um, the tree is fallen over and dead, but I will say that it is still tall enough, even in that death, that in stomping upon it, you have a slightly higher vantage point. And so you can see into the uh, copes of grass just yonder. And you do see... And I can't for the life of me remember whether it was neon grass that turns sepia where Mother Harvest runs or whether it was just regular grass that turns neon where she runs. Either way makes me happy. So whatever you, the listener, want to imagine is fine with me. Um, in any event, you do see that uh, she has apparently stopped moving at least her trail has ended uh somewhere on the far side of the grasslands on the other side of the office you guys just all booked it out of
3: uh i'm gonna head over in that direction then
0: cool you swoop back around the other side of the office and uh passing punchy mchuge and uh dalai lama on the way and you see there's this there's this tall grass copse. do you enter
3: um can i see inside of it
0: Cannot. It is very thick.
3: Uh, how am I getting in then?
0: I mean, you can just like wade your way through.
3: Oh, okay. I thought it was. Uh, I don't know why I thought it was still like stony, like. Uh,
0: no, no, no. That was maybe yeah. I didn't describe that well enough. No, that was that was the uh, the spider lady kind of like freezing time for a second okay. just to be a dick to Rowan.
3: Okay. I mean, that's uh, if I could do that, I would. Well, yeah. Um.
0: Something something sanctity of marriage. Anyway.
3: I'm gonna poke my head in.
0: Okay. Cause slice, no. Okay. Um, you poke your head in and, uh, something grasps at your head with rough cloth covered arms, but does so very, very poorly. <laughs> so poorly, in fact, that you don't even need to worry about it. So, um, it tries to grasp at your noggin and, uh, and fails terribly, and its arms just kind of yoink back in.
3: Um, I'm gonna stab in that general direction with my bow staff.
0: Cool, you do so, and you hear the uh, distinct, which is odd because you've never heard it before, but the distinct sound of a scarecrow taking a uh, bow staff to the breadbasket.
3: <clears throat> um,
0: he's gonna grab on to the staff. Um, I mean, kind of. <laughs> um, make <laughs> me an opposing uh, forceful roll, please. That's a one. Okay, yeah, that absolutely wins. You uh, yoink the scarecrow and your bow staff out of the uh, grass. And I like to picture that, you know, you, you shoved it in there like a, like a spearman, and yeah. you, you felt him grab it. And I like to imagine that Fiona just, like, presses down on the butt end of <laughs> like the staff. kind windmills him. Exactly. It just goes like, whoop, and just lifts him out of the grass, and he's yeah. holding on like a flag. So now you're <laughs> holding on, and you got a, you got a scarecrow at the top of your pole, girl.
3: I'm going to smash him on the ground repeatedly.
0: Smash, 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 yeah. smash, smash, smash.
3: But Much much like the Hulk with Loki. Exactly,
0: yes. Yeah. People of New York, I have come to smash. <laughs> okay, good. So you have uh, thoroughly wrecked this scarecrow. Well done. Would you like uh, to do anything else on your uh, turn?
3: For backup, I'm probably going to call uh, Pierogi and Punching cool. Huge over before I dare to venture in alone.
0: Yeah, right, it's her turn anyway. So, yeah, she'll uh, trot on over to you. What's girl? There's stuff in there. Stuff, you say? no nah, yeah. I watch. And she uh, <laughs> she gets her chain and does another one of her whippy motions. And she's going to just sweep it forward and release some energy and do a real, real good job. So this... exactly this that shit. Exactly. This huge, not unlike Link of old, this huge uh, scythe. <laughs> of energy is just going to slice through, and you, afterwards, you'll be able to see uh, the bottom halves of many Scarecrows just standing there in surprise. But more importantly, there is a loud uh, sound that you've come to associate with magic hitting magic. And off in the distance, maybe 20 yards inside the grass itself, uh, you see Mother Harvest who has been clearly interrupted by being smacked by this scythe of energy but she appears to have been in the process of uh constructing some sort of magic circle. Uh I don't know about you girl but it seems like we should put a stop to that.
3: Yeah, let's fetch it up.
0: All right. And uh you will on your next turns. Yeah. So uh that brings us actually to Mother Harvest and she is going to and this this circle she's put together the circles you, you basic human types, you know, human, human plus, human ish. Mm-hmm. The circles you guys are used to are full of clean geometry and chalk and proportion and formulae and things like that. This circle is not like that. This circle is made of mud and sticks and vines. And if Solomon were there, he might notice a resemblance that it bears to the Swirling Worm Chaos sigil that he passed through uh, during the cleansing at the Westfield Carter Hotel. Uh, and anyway... Swirling no Worm how,
1: Chaos is my favorite dark wave band.
0: There we go. <laughs> and if you were to look at it, there would be no discernible pattern that you are able to suss with your mortal eyes. Uh, but she is going to just do some inscrutable little movements. That just, it looks honestly like she's just taking her hand and going blah, blah, and just <laughs> like messing a bunch of stuff up, but it's it's done in a very precise fashion. Yeah. And um when she's done a little a little pop of energy goes out into the ground itself and from beneath you uh from under the ground pop up um, three enormous, man-sized, horrible, spiked, drooling, slimy, gap-toothed, vicious worms. Yeah, it's super gross. And they look already a two-tussle. And I think, because the tree is dead, so I think that brings us back around to Thony.
2: So, I'm in a pile of Scarecrows.
0: Sure are, buddy. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just see Thony under a pile of scarecrows. Record scratch. You're probably wondering how I wound up under <laughs> here. <laughs> well, kids, it all started.
2: Um, is it... Can I just break free? Like... Yeah, dog, they're scarecrows. You're struggle. fine. Like,
0: they're scarecrows. Yeah, they're they're stunned and kind of scrabbling to get a hold of themselves. They don't have a good, well, like, hold on. Yeah, you're fine.
2: So I I get out and I... Keep on running towards uh, where Mother Harvest is.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, you bust out of the um, grass into a clearing you did not know was going to be there until you hit it. And you see, off to your far right, uh Dalma and uh, Fiona P. F. Chang tussling with some uh, big old graboid-looking Sunza, And okay. there before you is Mother Harvest. And she is looking... Unwholesome.
2: Um, you said she's in the middle of building a circle. Yes. How is she building her circle?
0: Um, What is she using to make the circle? uh, Mud and sticks and vines and bits of grass. Okay, so, uh, I'm gonna... How far away am I? Um, I don't know. Uh, 15 feet? Yeah, I'm gonna
2: take my squirt gun and just start squirting her circle.
0: Hell yeah, dog. Uh... That would be what? Uh, what? Whatever you want. I mean, if you want to take a second, that could be your careful. If you want to do it quickly, that's your prerogative.
2: Uh, Yeah, I'm going to do it carefully. Okay. I really yes. want to, like, because like, I cause I want to, like, I don't want to, like, just pour it everywhere. I'm really trying to, like, mess up or circle, clean out. So right.
0: Much. And this is important. Are you infusing this water with fey energy? I can't. What? I can't. Okay. I mean, because
2: I've used up all my fate points. Like, if you want to say I can use fey energy... Oh,
0: yeah, you're right. Well, you know, here's here's something interesting, Tony, because I could offer you another fate point, because allowing you to do this would push you one tick further on your fey nature stress track, wouldn't it?
2: And I'm really curious to see what's going to happen.
0: So so
2: let's push ahead do this Yes.
0: okay if you want it you can have it dog all right you uh you reach into your heart and your face and all the other mother father stuff you've got going on and you unlock doors inside you that have been kept closed for a very long time about your mother and where you came from and who you really are and you use those feelings to charge up the the uh the, the the camelback you've got there and uh yeah, you can go ahead and take your clever shot. Huh, six. Whoa, hot damn. Yeah, no, don't even worry about it, you're good. So the water inside your camel courses through to the gun and just this column of shining blue-green light uh erupts like from, from the end of Harry's blasting rod. And it not only just completely obliterates uh, Mother Harvest's circle, but it actually catches her full in the face as well and
3: knocks
0: her, (laughs) and knocks her visibly and physically backwards in a way that it should not have been anywhere near powerful enough to do. Now, that was strike three on your fey nature stress track, which means, my friend, that we have moved into Consequence 3, which we will hit if we need to.
2: Uh, what's Consequence 2? Oh,
0: uh, well, you you, you hadn't found out yet, had you? Um, actually, you did. You just, I don't think that's, I don't think you knew that's what it was. But I, um, I know Consequence 1 was like, I couldn't
2: touch steel anymore.
0: You could, yeah, so it stands to reason that stage two was that plus some other stuff, which stands to reason that stage three gets everything you see here. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Anyway, good job. Yeah, you, uh, blasted her, and as soon as you do so, uh, the scarecrows who had gotten up and been pursuing you through the glass, gra- the grasslands, not the glasslands, my god, um, they immediately fall inert, and the tree, which is still smoldering in the background, shudders and sort of falls apart, even though it's just on fire. And uh, P.F. Chang and um, Parogy Dalai Lama, the giant, horrible um, Shai Hulud guys in front of you, they just sort of shriek and... And then they just sort of wither down and flomp over and die in front of you. It's awful. Um, and then Mother Harvest is, uh, on her back, dazed and confused, and I think that brings us
1: to Solomon. All right. How far away is Mother Harvest from where I am? On the other side of the office. So, 60 yards? How far can I run in a turn? You can get there. I don't care. Okay. So, here's, here's what I want to do, and, uh, you're going to probably tell me that I can't do this, but here's what I want to do. Oh, um, oh, challenge accepted, sir. I, so I hey, want.
0: Don't play me like that. <laughs> uh,
1: I want to take, um, just like a, I want to get running towards Mother Harvest and then jump and use some, like, nonsense air magic to propel myself forward and then forcefully downward and just plunge this sword into Mother Harvest's chest.
0: Damn, son. Okay. Is that, uh, have you got a stunt you want to use for that,
1: or is that just going to be, like, a straight magic roll? Uh, I think that's going to have to be a straight magic thing, because I don't have, like, I, the, the only stunt I could maybe finagle into working is this inspired word thing, where I, but I'm not combining magics, it's, it's just air here, so.
0: Well, I, I tell you I tell you what, you do have a very, very good flashy score, and you've got, uh, a stunt called Razzle Dazzle Em, which, yep. uh, in addition to retroactively being a Gravity Falls reference, gives you plush two, plus two to, uh, fl- not plush two, uh,
1: a to plush flashy. two. Mm. Yeah. Um, Swanky.
0: yeah. So if you The want Hermes make...
1: Trimajestus is filled with plush twos.
0: It is. Oh, plush numbers of all kinds. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. And you shouldn't be. <laughs> so if you want to make this, um, like flashy in an attempt to get Mother Harvest's attention before you come down on her like the hand of
1: God, then uh if you want to make it sparkly somehow, go for it. Great, yeah, no, it's just remember that rave of grass I made? It's like that, but like everywhere now. Nice. Uh and so if I'm popping Razzle Dazzleum plus flashy plus five to your roll. Yeah, that's a six.
0: Hot damn. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, you rocket into the sky like a Roman candle, and then just uh, rave
1: lights. Exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And behind you, in, in in your in the the comet trail you leave behind you, it just says uh, DJ Byron and the Byronettes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and DJ Byron in, and the Task Force.
0: There it is. Yes, the one. Um,
1: you reach your apex.
0: Your uh, Zenith uh, right in front of the full moon, and, yes. Uh, uh, an enormous circle describes itself behind you. Uh, Final Fantasy summon animation style, nice. And yeah, just uh, full of runes, and and they're all pulsing to the beat. Yep. Yeah, and then uh,
1: the energy Ooh. explodes. That's the bass exactly. dropping as I drop. Drop.
0: Uh, the energy explodes behind you and propels you downward, and. Mother Harvest does get a chance. Let's be fair. I'm a benevolent one. Yeah. I hope. Well, her quick isn't super great. And that is all minuses. So, yeah. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Um, You plunge downward like Sephiroth of old, sword going straight down, and just impale this dame. Good. Great. Yeah, Tom? Perfect. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's pretty horrifying. Um, and as soon as you do the grass, all of the <laughs> remaining grass.
1: So I, I, land on her chest and like, like down on one knee, right? And just over the hilt of this sword that's sticking out of her chest, I just say, I don't like you very much. <laughs>
0: Uh, Punchy McHugh sees that there's an opportunity for a cool line and so he's going to run over real quick because he wants to get in on this. Yeah, He's going to lean in and he's going to say that was dope bro, that was dope. He's going to lean dude. in and say hey, hey Mother Harvest Mother Harvest A-B-C-D-E-F-G They should have told you not to fuck with me. And then he uh, <laughs> just pulls his hand back and just clocks her across the noggin. That's she's probably the termites. That's Jackie, her the... face is covered in termites. Ah,
3: so Far away.
0: <laughs> okay, but as soon as you guys do this, um, all of the remaining grass withers and dies instantly. Um, quite a lot of the stone in the area, granite that they've hauled up, uh, crumbles and seems to rot from the inside out. And uh, generally the place starts to sort of degrade and disintegrate. And that is, uh, pretty much that. Honestly. Um Good. The office is still standing. The mines actually, you hear a, you hear a deep rumbling and the entrance to the mine shaft begins to collapse. Well, that's unfortunate. Um, I was in there. Yeah, no joke. Um, Perua Dalma looks down at this horrible tableau and she says, okay, guys. That was nuts. Um, okay, so this is like last time. Shouldn't we be looking for the, the what's this?
1: The, yeah, the what's this. Yeah, it's kind of what's this. Let's, let's, yeah, Blade Hub. Let's do this.
0: Somebody wanna, somebody to stay here with this bitch and make sure she doesn't scarper her off like Piper. Yeah, no, I got it. Cool. Um, so they all, uh, Wake Wagner and Punchy McHuge. Wake, yep, no, Wake Wagner and Punchy McHuge head off. no. Um, they head off to the office to ransack it and see what's going on there. Uh, Thony and uh, Fiona, what are you guys doing?
3: Um, would I be able to sense it at all if I like extended my fade senses?
0: Um, yeah, absolutely, would. You can. It's it's just like in the school. Actually, you get a uh, a ping on your on your fay radar. But I'll say this, as soon as Rowan comes out of the now quickly wilting <laughs> and withering dead grass, uh he is visibly no longer entirely human. His ears have gone kinda of pointy, and he's got a kind of sparkle in his eyes and in his beard. Yeah. Uh
3: you uh
0: nothing. Um, the instant you try to say nothing <laughs> this this racking pain just shoots through your spine, and and
3: ah, you can't lie.
2: Yeah, ah. and it's
0: like it, it just forces the truth out of your mouth, like some kind of veritas vomitas.
2: I've been I've been tapping into things that I've been hiding for quite a while in my life, and I'm going through some changes right now.
3: <laughs> You're going through puberty.
2: Gross. <laughs> yeah. Um you teenagers. I want I want to like feel around my forehead.
0: Okay. Um yeah, it feels like a forehead, but something was drawn on my forehead. Yeah, it sure was. You don't feel any um like she, she didn't it doesn't seem like she burned. There's no physical remnant of whatever she might have done there.
2: Does my forehead look any different to you?
3: Is the mark visible?
0: Are you looking with your human eyes or with your fae eyes?
3: Fae eyes.
1: What do your elf eyes see, Fiona? There it is. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What? I
3: have special eyes.
1: Look with your special
3: eyes.
0: (laughs) Um you see on Rowan's forehead uh in burning blue light, uh a symbol that both you, Jackie the human, and Fiona the player would absolutely recognize. It is the astrological symbol for Libra.
3: Yeah, you're apparently a Libra well, now.
0: Duh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, like, it's, it's on your, your noggin there, and I'm poking at it, not not very gently.
0: It hurts when she pokes you. <laughs> Please stop poking
2: me.
3: You got a thing on your head.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't know what it is, but he's, it's there. He's got a lot of things on his head. He's got, like, little sparkles and... Yeah. New yep. ears, apparently. That yeah, let's, hey, let's you know, that, that yeah. might be a good thing. Maybe he'll fucking listen.
0: <laughs> yeah. hey.
1: And if you if if uh, if Rowan
0: like in the process of touching his forehead, if he like ruffles through his hair even a little bit, he's got little tiny antennae. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. No, yep. no, no, yep. no, no, no. Yep, yep. yep. They're super cute. But, but why the fuck do
2: I have antenna? That makes no sense. Because it's cute!
0: Rule of cute, buddy. Sorry. Yeah.
2: It's yeah. not cute! It, oh my god! <laughs> little... Okay. Be, then I head back to where everybody else is leaving, too.
0: <laughs> okay. Alright, you... I'm gonna
3: try and find wherever the fucking thing is.
0: Okay. A okay. field dampener? Sure. Yep, field dampener. So, you guys head over to the absolutely destroyed office... And by combining your, your various magic senses and fairy radar and such like, um, you do eventually find a, uh, placard that has a large, like a, um, you know how hay, when it's harvested is made up, not into bales, but like into tall, like little fingers that look kind of like hourglasses because it's tied in the middle? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, like those. Like oh, stack is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> hey, stack. Yeah. And you find one of those and it was uh it was given to the uh Hearthstone Quarry in recognition of their um let me see here yes a plaque in uh in recognition of the outstanding achievements and uh and charity donations and the work they did specifically for the foundation for dyslexic diabetic child refugees with chronic italianism so wait a minute hoping to does... eradicate as many of those terrible terrible afflictions as possible
1: does this imply that the society for chronic italianism whatever the fuck does that does this imply that those fuckers are pulling the strings in this whole goddamn operation
0: all of you guys I mean that's that's an inference so that Solomon could certainly make uh,
3: <laughs> I mean if you get a chance to take down that organization that would be cool right
0: yeah it could be it cool
3: revenge on it
0: I suppose so yeah and this placard uh yeah it I, I think I did say that I'm sorry yeah it bears bears the image of a, of a large of a large hay yeah. So, um, same procedure as before, you guys you guys find it, and you, you all get in the office, and Punchy McHugh and Pierogi Dalai Lama are standing there, kind of doing that, well, I
1: don't want to be the first one to touch
0: it, you touch I, it, wait, I'm not gonna I
3: touch it. I touched it anything. last time.
1: I'm uh, still, like, sword in chest with Mother Harvest. <laughs>
0: you are, just sitting there like, sup, and she's just sitting yeah. there like, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, just I, I like. grab it. Okay, you grab it?
2: I just grab it. Fuck it. Okie
0: dokes. Um, you do so, and like P.F. Chang before you, it is like the thing is filled with the strongest industrial gyroscope motor, what's this, that has ever existed. Um, so I'm gonna need you to go ahead and make me a forceful roll to hold on.
2: How did we break it last time?
3: With the circle, I think.
1: I conjured I a, a circle, circle and blew it the fuck up.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, dog
3: uh, Hold on.
2: Forceful is one, right...
0: Yeah. No. So a one is what you get? One. Okay, very good. Um, You try to hold on to it, and before you, a figure forms itself uh, as if from fog, and grabs hold of it from the other side, and leans in. And you hear, son of a fallen kingdom, disgraced by your mother's name, you are unworthy to bear the mantle and the title of Knight of the Court of Mists. And it blasts energy through the what's this into your hands, and you are immediately just, like, blown bodily back and forced to let go of it. It falls to the floor.
2: Well, that didn't work. Nope. I shoot it.
0: (laughs) i'm pissed <laughs> off well you know pissed, you when know. all when all you have is a hammer every problem looks like a nail so yep, um exactly
2: <laughs> sure you shoot it straight force will shoot it
0: and it's fucking stupid negative one <laughs> you're holding the gun backwards and um, no 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 uh you See, here's the thing. You remember aiming at it very carefully. You remember that the gun was pointing straight at it when you pulled the trigger. But somehow, after the gun goes bang, the bullet hole is just a couple inches to the right. And you can, you can repeat this experiment with similar results.
2: Okay, that's not
0: working.
3: I say we just make a circle and blow the fuck out of it again.
0: Yeah, but Solomon was the one who did
2: it last time. Oh, do
3: you not know how to make a circle?
2: Bring it out. It looked like a wizard, do
3: you? I don't know, you're pretty sparkly.
0: You are, you have a plus two to sparkly right now. <clears throat> I use my glitter to make a circle around the <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you guys know that there are two actual wiz, like mortal wizards just standing yeah, but around. Do anything.
0: What?
3: They don't want to touch it. Perola, yeah. can you make a circle?
0: I mean, we made a circle to contain Popper last time. I guess, I guess we can try. Hey, wait. You wanna, you wanna Girl. make with- a-
1: Just off in the distance, you hear Solomon, Use your whip chain! <laughs> Alright.
2: But don't you have a fucking speakeasy?
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Solomon, like, gets on the speakeasy and goes, oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Alright, my I should. Okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and do that. And she she pulls out her whip chain and does a little a little, and uses it to inscribe, sort of burn a circle in the the wood of the floor around the thing. And she she finishes the circle and infuses it with a small charge of will, and a uh, and a circle, an invisible force pops up. Just go, and she's like. All right, I did it.
1: good job proud of you
0: yeah what do i what do I do now
1: okay so the circle uh traps magical energy within and without it so it can't hurt what no more well theoretically now we're gonna bring the hammer down so uh i'm I'm just gonna talk you through the process of just like building up. A concentrated charge and just delivering it straight into the 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 placard, uh, like a like a like an ice pick, right? You want to like drive it down in there and then drive it apart.
0: Warren Byron, yeah. Now correct me if I'm wrong, but are you saying we're going to punch this thing with magic? Yes, absolutely. All you had to say. Great. Alright, how am I doing this? And he's he's got Moses, Maimonides, and Gary, the Dust Up Cousins, ready to go. Um
1: and then yeah, I just sort of talked them through that process because I'm not actually sure what that process looks like.
0: Okay, fair. Um, let's see here. I think that is a good opportunity to let's see here. Hit your uh Warden of the White Council aspect.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Am I burning okay. a face point? i I yes, okay, great, well, you did that, I have two, yeah, you're good, dog, yeah, right, so you talk him,
0: talk him through the process, and as he builds his will and prepares to do the thing, um you guys see not unlike the last time you did this in Clackamas middle school, uh that same figure, Rowan, that just metaphysically handed you your head uh begins to rise from the placard, and it's this. It's this huge, burly, but wispy and ethereal and otherworldly form with uh two burning, glowing white eyes that begins to pound its fists as hard as it can against the uh walls of the circle. Wall of the circle, I suppose, because there's only one. Because there ain't no corners, because that's what makes it a circle, y'all. Um And as the energy builds, you all begin to hear in the back of your very minds... Just this constant running stream of, the mist will envelop everything. The sun will fall. The moon will fall. Glorious twilight will envelop all, and the throne of mists will rule. And it's just this constant nightmare babble. Um. So Punchy McHugh finishes up his charge, and he says, "All right, Warden Byron, I'm I'm hold I'm on to this as best as I can. So I just gotta, I just gotta I, I just gotta punch it, Punch the magic. Punch the magic." I'm going to punch some magic! And he punches the magic. <laughs> and it's going to be a forceful Oh, luck be a lady tonight? Yeah, that's pretty good. So, um, he brings his... I- I'm going to say how it works is, there's the circle itself that Perua has inscribed, and because Solomon is a w- is a science wizard, in addition to being just a regular wizard... Um, they've drawn a couple of... It looks almost like circuitry diagrams, and leading from the main circle is a smaller circle to serve as the entry point for the energy, so it doesn't break the circle in infusing it with this energy. So Punchy McHugh just... Ka-pow! Just right down into this circle, infusing it with every ounce of magic energy he's got, and it all travels through this channel into the main circle where it just focuses and converges and funnels down onto the placard. And the figure grabs its head and begins to scream, and it looks at all of you, seemingly all at the same time, somehow, and uh, and screams to you all, You may have defeated my knights, but you will not fare so well with me, guardians of land Portlandia. That's it's us. And then the... Uh, the placard explodes and the figure is gone with
1: it. I, I want to start shaking my fist and go, yeah, it's us, fucker. Guardians. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. And just flip at <laughs> the bird.
0: <laughs> He's already gone, but it's the point of the thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> as soon as, as soon as the placard shatters into a quadrillion pieces and this, uh, column of pure magical energy just shoots upward and blows a hole in the moon, Oh no. Um, yeah. And then it, uh, disperses. The Baron Von Candyland is very displeased.
3: Yep. Oh, great. Yeah. Uh,
0: so that's probably gonna do some fun stuff with the tides.
1: Yeah. yeah. I sure but hope it's, like, didn't knock the orbit very much. Be,
0: uh, yeah, we'll have to see. So that is that and the uh magical energy in the area disperses, except for the fact that like you guys are literally a source of it. So besides the ambient magic that you guys put out, uh the place has returned to a sort of uh mundane stability. Great. Yeah. We did it. And Solomon, uh when you when you flipped off the office and it was the most satisfying thing in the world. It was super great. And then when you turn back, uh Mother Harvest is gone. What? Yeah. Your sword is still very much
1: there in the ground. Alright, well, I guess I pry my sword out of the ground. Nope, stuck. I, I do some nope, earth I'm- magic. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking <laughs> fuck you. No, I'm just I
0: just <laughs> wanna just, just, just see Solomon do his do his best king Arthur. Just like just, tug huh. tug. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> <Ha>. <laughs> like, there it is. Out. You see him standing on his own hilt, like <laughs> you he's just trying to yoink it out. Uh All right. So that was that, Um Solomon. You yoink your sword out and you regroup
1: with the other guys. Or uh, Byron, I'm in a circle. I know. I'm very proud of you. Good job. We're so proud of you. Circle. High fives for everybody.
3: Yeah.
1: Recalibrate these speakeasies. There it is. I gotta do it. It. All right,
0: okay. Whew,
1: that was nuts. All right, uh, so we. What, what do we do now? Okay, so now we we rest a bit because whoo, uh, and then tomorrow morning, bright and early, uh, we start on assembling this array that I've adopted. Oh,
0: yeah. Y- yeah, you guys, you two, and he gestures to Rowan and Solomon. You guys are uh, gonna see about uh, getting hold of some three eye, aren't you? That's the one. Be fun. I am I... not going on that. Nope. That's fair. Oh, all right then. Hang let's. Uh, yeah, you guys are gonna do some uh, some geography together and try and figure out the significance of the interstitial points between the locations of the ontomorphic field dampeners on the on the grid there. <laughs> that little Liz Delphi decoded in between the times. Okay. Good job, guys. Um, this was a major milestone, and if any of you guys wanted to uh, change up your approaches or change an aspect or a stunt, you would be free to do so. But we can talk about that in a minute. So you all um, pile back into whatever vehicles it were that you took here, I forget, and um, book it back to the Westfield Carter Hotel. Um, as soon as you pull up, Salvador Hernandez... Is coming out their front door, and he's got like his hat and overcoat on, and he's got his briefcase, and he just walks out, and he sees you guys pull up, and he's like, "Oh no, what?"
1: <laughs> no, it's cool. We we did a thing. A thing. We so what did you, what did you do? Uh, <laughs> Shut up! So, do you remember the part where uh, a man named Joel Heck was connected to the Hearthstone Quarry in connection with? Uh, the, the the sigildry that we found at uh, the Preston estate. Well, As- it, it turns out that Joel's secretary was Mother Harvest herself, so oh, then shit. we murdered that bitch and then blew up their ontomorphic field dampener, and the Throne of Miss was real mad about it, but I flipped him off and it was cool. So where is Joel Heck? Probably dead somewhere at this point, like the rest of them.
2: Uh-huh. Okay.
1: That's not, oh, look, know. that's not my jurisdiction. You put me on a task force to solve this no. thing and blow some stuff up, that's what I'm doing. No, no, you're fine. The dead bodies are somebody else's job. Magical cleanup.
0: No, you're fine. You're good. You're good. I'm not worried about it. I hereby declare this workday disbanded. And he throws, <laughs> down, he throws down his smoke bombs.
1: I throw and down his smoke bombs as well.
0: Exactly. It's the wizard's handshake. It's what yeah. it is, really. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, okay, for the first time, guys... uh, uh, Salvador and I are on the same smoke bomb page.
0: Exactly, and the same smoke bomb budget actually, because we're in the same <laughs> department.
1: Um,
0: okay, so he just heads off to his um, Chrysler, and you guys <laughs> walk into the W C. and uh, and get y'all some some rest. And I think that's probably where we'll call it cool. Thank you for, th- thank you for joining us for this conclusion to, um, an episode that has not been named yet, but I'm sure it's going to be entertaining. And if you have uh, any thoughts or questions or, um, abuse to throw at us, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and the tumble space and all kinds of places. And we'd love to hear from you. Hey guys. Domesticated termites. Domesticated termites. What's the name of this episode. Pretty good. Thank you guys for playing this dumb game with me. I've been real excited about this. Thank you for hosting this dumb game for us. yeah, thanks for beating up trees and scarecrows and having inscrutable pan-dimensional spider lady's scrawl astrological sigilia on your head. Spider lady's gonna
1: spider lady. I mean Spider
0: lady's that's this... the name of the episode. Spider lady's gonna spider lady. 3 2 1 cannon. All right. Um so we'll join <laughs> we'll join all of you, in your earbuds, or wherever, um, on the bus, on the subway, when you should be working. When you shouldn't be working. In the Whatever subway while
1: you get a sandwich.
0: There it is. Mmm. Cold cut combo. Uh, bologna, we'll... Casey, that's disgusting. We'll see. Okay, well, there's a difference between deli bologna and
1: Oscar Mayer bologna. There's not. All bologna <laughs> is garbage.
0: We'll see you next time on Semi-Automatic Inc. Bye, all my buddies. Bye.